There we go. What's going on? Welcome to the podcast. Um, we're not starting with good news today. Biden has been successfully installed as the new American dictator. And I'm going to play some clips from his inaugural speech. That was just a big joke. Uh, it was not a real inauguration. I mean, let's be real. And the masks are getting embarrassing. But we're going to go ahead and kick off this podcast with some broken up clips of the inauguration. Not the whole thing, as I don't want to listen to Joe Biden stumble around with his words for 30, you know, 20 something minutes. So here we go. Um... I appreciate y'all for tuning in and supporting the show, even through my uh, censorship on social media. I am now part of the outcasts, if you will, and we're doing this, uh, we're going to do this old school. We're going to do this old style. Um, I got no way to promote this show. I hope that people love it and they tune in and they share people or share with people the show and try to get this information out, whether it's from my podcast or somebody else's, what have you. So let's do some inauguration clips. And of course, I'm just going to do Biden. I'm not going to listen to Kamala Harris. Uh, let's see here. I first want to point out that Kamala Harris is the center of attention. You know, it's like they're, it's almost like they're grooming her already to take office. I mean, that's what it seems like. It doesn't seem like they're celebrating Biden getting into office. It's more of a celebration for Kamala Harris. You know, all the history she's made and all this. So let's jump into some of these clips. And I just want to go ahead and forewarn you, it's mostly just garbage mostly lies per usual. So let's check this out. Or not. Here we go. Chief Justice Speaker Pelosi, Leader Schumer, Vice President I don't know what's going on here. This thing's not. There it goes. Chief Justice Roberts, Vice President Harris, Speaker Pelosi, Leader Schumer, Leader McConnell, Vice President Pence, my uh, distinguished guests, my fellow Americans. This is America's day. This is democracy's day. 
a day of history and hope, of renewal and resolve. Through a crucible for the ages, America has been tested anew, and America has risen to the challenge. Today, we celebrate the triumph not of a candidate, but of a cause, the cause of democracy. Take over. The people, the will of the people has been heard. Selling out and America. The, the people has been heeded. We've learned again that democracy is precious. Democracy is fragile. And at this hour, my friends, democracy has prevailed. So now, on this hallowed ground, we're just a few days ago. Oh, I hate this man. Violence sought to shake the capital's very foundation. Here we go. We come together as one nation, under God. You remember it? Indivisible. Ah. To carry out the peaceful transfer of power as we have for more than two centuries. As we look ahead in our uniquely American way, all men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. All men and women created by the go, you know the We choose truth over facts. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. <laughs> oh, do I hate this man. So that's the first clip. Just kind of introing him in and you know, giving shout outs to uh people like Mitch McConnell who helped him steal the election. Um Pence, who helped back Trump into a corner and made it impossible for him to fight this deep state battle. You know, when he he brings up the division in the country and it's it's so obvious who orchestrates and who's creating this division. But it's the same, you know, thing over and over again. Okay, well, blame it on the Trump supporters. Blame it on Trump's incompetence and how he'll go down as the worst president in history. Which, by the way, that means he surpasses Jimmy Carter as the shittiest president that we've ever had. And honestly, Obama was one of the most garbage presidents we've ever had. I don't even want to play. So I set up a bunch of clips to play of Biden, and I really don't feel like listening to him, but I'm going to struggle through this. So let's go ahead and jump to the second clip. Unity. In another January, on New Year's Day in 1863, Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. When he put pen to paper, the president said, and I quote, if my name ever goes down into history, it'll be for this act. And my whole soul is in it. My whole soul is in it. Today, on this January day, my whole soul is in this. Bringing America together, uniting our people, uniting our nation. And I ask every American to join me in this cause. 
uniting to fight the foes we face, anger, resentment and hatred, extremism, lawlessness, violence. Here we go. Disease, joblessness and hopelessness. With unity, we can do great things, important things. We can right wrongs. We can put people to work in good jobs. We can teach our children in safe schools. We can overcome the deadly virus. We can reward, reward work and rebuild the middle class and make health care secure for all. We can deliver racial justice and we can make America once again the leading force for good in the world. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about race and equality and this misconception that Trump being a president somehow amplified racism in the country. Let's go ahead and knock that out. You know, let's be let's start being honest about what really started you know kicking off all this racism and all this division that they keep talking about over and over again. And it's just an excuse for them to shit on an administration that they don't agree with. We all know who funds these riots, who funds these these divisional problems with race and inequality, creating this illusion that there's systematic racism that is just holding back Americans that have all the rights, all of the ways and resources to get jobs, make money, get out of, you know, say they live in a shithole. Well, you can get out in this country. Most countries, you're born into something, you're stuck. That's not how America is. And by the way, I'm tired of people trashing America and talking about how, well, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. You hear that all the time. Well, I can't wait to get out of this country. I can't wait to go. Where are you going to go? Everybody, it's like when they talk about politics, they don't include all of the factors. Like COVID. Oh, I got a friend, not a friend, but I got a person that I call an America hater. He constantly trashes America and praises all these other countries like the UK and the Netherlands and all these places. And you think about it and it's like, okay, the UK, you just talk about how great it is. But do you keep up with the lockdown news? Do you keep up with COVID news? Do you keep up with who's locking who down? They're not allowed to leave their homes. But yet you want to go there. You want to go to these countries that are rolling out all of these policies and and health procedures and lockdown measures that are inevitably coming here. They can't just, you can't just roll out a uh, lockdown measure as strong as these other nations in places like America, unless you test it first, you beta test it in a country that will fall for it immediately. That's all they've been doing this whole time. I talk about the great reset and all that good stuff. That is the thing to hammer because that's what's coming here. That's the idea. That's the plan. That's why there was a bunch of United Nations flags flying high at the inauguration. They've taken over the country. That's why I called Biden an installed dictator. Because he was not voted in. Let's stop playing these pretend games where we pretend like, um, we pretend like Joe Biden is all of a sudden the most populous president in the country. He's not. Trump was. Trump won the election by a historic landslide. And he still had to leave. He still had to walk away. And the racism... We, okay. Black Lives Matter. 
funded by white men. You guys cool with that? I'm talking to my to my black people. You cool with that? Because every black person that I speak to about this, and I do speak to them about this, I do not hold back and, and pander and pretend like they can't handle this information. They have just as much of a right to hear this and understand this as we do. And they all agree with me. You know, oh, white men are funding Black Lives Matter. You know, rich white men. You see the irony? George Soros funds millions of dollars towards Black Lives Matter, but only when it's suiting his overall plan. On one hand, he's funding Black Lives Matter with millions. On the other hand, he's in other countries, foreign nations, shoveling millions into fascism. Now, don't you see some kind of a problem there? It's all part of a game. Okay, the George Floyd murder was not random. It was a, it was a trigger. It was a set-off. It was orchestrated. Easy deal. Floyd goes down as a martyr for all black people forever, and we get to kick off what's, the, what's seeming like some kind of a civil war. So enough about the division that Trump created. Trump didn't speak about racism. All Trump spoke about was fact, how to better the country, how to better everybody. You know, he's so racist, yet he doubled funding to black historic colleges. But in order for you to understand the magnitude of that, you got to go to college. And no, I'm not saying that black people don't go to college, but I'm saying you're not reading about it. You're obviously not attending because you don't even know about it. You don't even know what he's done for black people. You just constantly ask the question, well, what did he do for black people? Well, I could lay it out for you or you could lay it out for yourself. You could go read it. But if you go read it, you won't believe it. Just like you don't believe FBI statistics, death statistics, crime statistics. You don't believe any of that. It's obviously falsified by the white men. You know, the second that cop, you know, cops killing innocent black men was this, this surge, this, this big threat in this country. Immediately, here's the FBI stats. Here's the crime stats. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't line up. It's a, it's a false narrative that gets eaten up immediately because black people already have that, that inner nerve that comes passed down from generation after generation about how white men are evil. So why would, it's easy to falsify a narrative when it'll be eaten up like that. Let's play another clip. Just days after a riotous mob thought they could use violence to silence the will of the people, to stop the work of our democracy, to drive us from this sacred ground. It did not happen. It will never happen. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. Not ever. all those who supported our campaign, I'm humbled by the faith you've placed in us. To all those who did not support us, let me say this. Hear me out as we move forward. Take a measure of me and my heart. If you still disagree, so be it. 
That's democracy. That's America. The right to dissent peaceably within the guardrails of our republic is perhaps this nation's greatest strength. Yet hear me clearly. Disagreement must not lead to disunion. And I pledge this to you. I will be a president for all Americans, all Americans. And I promise you, I will fight as hard for those who did not support me as for those who did. Many centuries ago, St. Augustine, a saint in my church, wrote that a people was a multitude defined by the common objects of their love, defined by the common objects of their love. What are the common objects we as Americans love that define us as Americans? I think we know. Opportunity, security, liberty, dignity, respect, honor, and yes, the truth. Oh, boy. Recent weeks and months. That's rich. Taught us a painful lesson. There is truth and there are lies. Lies told for power and for profit. And each of us has a duty and a responsibility as citizens, as Americans, and especially as leaders. Leaders who have pledged to honor our Constitution and protect mm -hmm. our nation, to defend the truth and defeat the lies. Look. I understand that many of my fellow Americans view the future with fear and trepidation. I understand they worry about their jobs. I understand, like my dad, they lay in bed staring at, the, at night, staring at the ceiling, wondering, can I keep my health care? Can I pay my mortgage? Thinking about their families, about what comes Christ. next. In with I this shit. You, I get it. But the answer is not to turn inward, to retreat into competing factions, distrusting those who don't look like look like you or worship the way you do. So let's stop that because that's what I want to talk about now. He says you don't want to turn inward, you need to turn outward. And now what I take from that based off of everything that we know about Biden and what he stands for, and things that he won't admit to, things that he won't get put in prison for, or his son. He doesn't want us to turn inward because they're going to do away with countries. Turn outward, join the UN, join with the WHO, let China run the world. He's already said that in the past, how China, we should follow suit with China. He also said ample times how China's not a threat to our democracy. They're not a threat to our elections. It's all Russia. It's always Russia. Biden and them are like a repeating, uh, like a broken record that just still plays video games from the 90s where the Russians were always the final level, always the last bad guy. Um, Don't turn inward. So basically, don't, Come together as Americans. Because America is, you know, he's envisioning America as this melting pot 
where all these people are going to come in because that's what's happening right now. We've talked about COVID. We've talked about the lockdown and what would happen to the third world, the breakdown of supply chains. People are going to start starving. They have no work. There's no travel. Places like, you know, the Caribbean that base all of their income on or all of their uh, economy on tourism. Tourism that's been completely shut down. And now they're not making any money, so they're breaking out of their countries. And they're forcefully coming here, where the UN tells them to come. They're setting them up with money when they get here. Supposed safe houses for them here. This is real. 11 million immigrants. Biden is going to sign a bill that allows 11 million immigrants to come into the country. And by the way, I'm noticing that they're skipping with my audio. I'm not 100% sure why it's doing that, so just bear with it. But 11 million immigrants coming into the U.S., plus the thousands, thousands of migrants migrants that are part of this caravan that's heading for, well, multiple caravans that are heading towards the U.S. border right now, that Biden is going to let right in. As he just undoes and completely reverses all of Trump's, 14 of Trump's major policies. So that's enough of Biden's inauguration and enough of his garbage. I do want to talk about, see, because Biden's the president now. As much as I disagree with the motives and the way that he got installed and the puppetry from China, who's blackmailed him and his entire family. So now they own us. Now they own us. Turn outward. Sell out the U.S. That's what he wants. <clears throat> I do want to mention the, the delusion of Trump supporters now. And more so QAnon. More so QAnon supporters. Steve Pachanek, who's worked very close with the Pentagon, with the president, continuously claimed that there was a, a deep military coup um, against the deep state that was secretive. Apparently, you know, they, they sent some of our own special forces guys into the Capitol riot or what they're calling a riot in order to retrieve hard drives and to arrest Pelosi. Now, he also said that Trump will 100% be in office which, as you can see, he is not. They also said that, or he also claimed that watermarks were put on all of the ballots. That way we could separate legal ballots from illegal ballots and we'll count a real election. Trump should do a 10-day audit, have the military redo a vote. And it just didn't happen. I'm not sure if it failed. I'm going to assume it never was a thing. So what we're going to see now is a delusion coming from these QAnon supporters who, by the way, QAnon, real simple. The CIA, let's say, okay, let's word this differently. The deep state created QAnon. They created QAnon in order to feed hardcore Trump supporters false hope that there was a, a, a deep military coup to take out the deep state. I even kind of fell under it, just with hope, hoping that finally something would 
happen against the obvious deep state. It just isn't the case. And people are, these Q supporters are stuck on the fact that Trump is still operating. Trump's going to remove Pelosi. All these arrests are going to happen. And it just, it isn't going to happen. Trump's gone. Trump can come back in 2024, but right now he's gone. So what are we going to do now? We're going to sit, we're going to wait, hope that America can withstand four years of Biden. And uh, let's talk about what that's going to look like. Well, we all know about Biden's 100-day mask up. You know, it's a mandate for mask wearing on all federal land, which is going to then lead to the states. I mean, the states are all ran by Democrats, at least the big cities, with most of the population, which is under UN control. I mean, there's rumor that, there's intelligence rumor that there's Chinese weapons already stationed around the U.S. in these cities. They've been setting up 5G towers since the lockdown, which gives us cancer, lowers our immune system, which we're going to talk about with COVID. Also, this just came out a couple of hours ago. Um, Trump, apparently, according to Biden, Trump never intended on distributing the COVID vaccine. Which I find funny because my, mine and a lot of other people's theory with Trump playing 3D chess was that he knew that the vaccines are dangerous. He knew they were pushing for the vaccines. So what he did was he took over the vaccines, went live to the media saying, oh, we got Operation Warp Speed. Oh, we're going to take over the vaccine distribution. We're going to make sure that it gets out to these people with the military. Then Biden gets into office and realizes, holy shit, Trump never even intended on distributing these vaccines. Because Trump knew they were bad. Trump knew that these vaccines are not good for us. And he lied. So, Anthony Fauci took a second round of the COVID vaccine. Because you know all these people are taking the vaccine live on TV just to prove a point. And, and he even said, you know, I took a second round of the COVID vaccine, you know, pushing for Americans to follow suit. You want all the Americans to take this vaccine because half of us refuse to take it myself included. And so you put these guys like Fauci on TV, pop them with a fake vaccine because they're not getting the real one. Let's be honest. They're not getting the real vaccine. If you think that they're actually shooting up the real vaccine on TV after that woman passed out on the news and we got all these, you know, uh, 20 to 30 different videos that I've already watched of healthy people getting this vaccine just the first time. This is like a five-round vaccine. Getting the first vaccine and then having some uncontrollable shakes, weird seizures. You know, other countries are recalling the vaccine because they're having false positives for uh, HIV. I mean, we know from the animal trials the long-term effects of these vaccines. It's cancer. Where do you know that? So let's take a sec here and let's 
bring up, let's just talk about mRNA vaccines. I'm going to read a little bit, and um, we're going to talk about mRNA vaccines, and so we're going to check out a little bit about the mRNA vaccine. So let's just go ahead and read some of this real quick. An article published by the National Center for Biotechnology Information, a division of the National Institutes of Health, said other risks include the biodistribution and persistence of the in induced immune expression, possible development of autoreactive antibodies, and toxic effects of any non-native nucleotides and delivery system components. Broch compared the mRNA vaccine to traditional vaccines, such as those for influenza, which use an, inactive, an inactivated virus that was destroyed by heat or chemicals to elicit an immune response without infecting the recipient. Others, such as for measles or mumps, use a weakened virus that is unable to hurt you but can still train your immune system to fight it. Oxford University's AstraZeneca the Russian Sputnik V, and the Israel Institute for Biological Research, Brylife, are all used on more traditional technologies. But Mikol, what is it, Mikol Lineal, a professor of biological chemistry at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem, told the Post that she believes there is no cause for concern. Lineal explained that mRNA is a very fragile molecule meaning it can be destroyed very easily. If you put mRNA on the table, for example, in a minute there will not be any mRNA left over. This is... This is... Hello? Okay. She said that this fragility is true of the mRNA for any living thing, whether it belongs to a plant, bacteria, virus, or human... Oh my god, dude. Where is this at? Okay. Moderna and Pfizer are simply delivering a specific RNA sequence to our cells. Once the mRNA is in the cell, human biology takes over. Ribosomes read the code and build the protein. And the cells express the protein in the body. I like how they say that there's no long-term effects for these. So what happens is it attaches to your cells, trains your cells to recreate COVID-19 cells. So what will happen here is you're never going to not have COVID. You're always going to be locked down, always going to be under martial law, continue to break down the supply chains, and force everybody to come to big countries America, Russia, UK, China. It e equals easier control. Right? So the... Obviously, there's been side effects from these vaccines. Um, again, Fauci trying to get everybody uh, in line by taking another one on the TV. Good for you. Um, Norway, let's see, authorities in Norway are investigating the deaths of 23 frail elderly patients who had recently received the Pfizer vaccine. 
Most experts have said there's no need for alarm, and the fatalities in this group are most likely to be a coincidence. Right. According to a report in the British Medical Journal, 13 deaths have so far been investigated, and authorities have concluded that common adverse reactions to mRNA vaccines, such as fever, nausea, diarrhea, may have contributed to the deaths. Um, so, I mean, we're having huge side effects everywhere. I mean, there's videos of people shaking. Uh, it's really quite something. But there's nothing to worry about. Because Biden is going to fix everything. He's going to bring us all back together. Here's what's really going to happen. Okay, China blackmailed Biden. China now owns Biden. They helped get Biden into office by cheating our election. Biden's now in office as a puppet for communist China. Um, there's thousands of communist Chinese agents already in the country just waiting to be activated. So no, we're not safe. We're not in the clear. COVID's never going away. But we already know this. Okay, we already know this. So the scary news that I have here is just things like... Here's one. 67-year-old jabbed with five doses instead of one for the coronavirus vaccine. That's an accident. Um, 13 out of nearly 2 million Israelis suffer from facial paralysis. Parler, by the way, the social media app that got started up to kind of help with the censorship problem with conservatives, um, the CEO and the family are now in hiding after receiving death threats. Threats. People are threatening their lives because they are the CEOs of Parler. And this is all coming after Trump gets banned off of social media permanently. Welcome to the party, by the way, uh, Don. So, they're going to keep us locked in. This is what's going to happen. They're going to keep us locked indoors because of COVID, which just consistently, factually, lowers your immune system. Okay, so... Your body can fight these vaccines, okay? But if you keep people locked inside, completely depleting their immune system, now their body can't fight this disease. It cannot fight what you're putting in our body. But now we're always going to test positive for COVID because that's what you're putting in our body. It's attaching to our cells, reprogram reprogramming our cells and our DNA to constantly have COVID. So they're going to lock us down permanently. We're not allowed to travel. We can't travel without the uh, vaccine. We can't drive our... We can't... At some point, we're not going to start our cars without the vaccine. And it'll never end. We'll become completely dependent. You know, everybody's like, you know, did you get your stimulus? Did you get your stimulus check? Did you get your fucking lousy $600? You know, the money's nice. The money's okay. Even the one that Trump gave us was all right. It helped. But what are they what are they training us for? What are they preparing us for? They're always getting us in line. So what is this? What is this constant stimulus money, this relief money? Well, it's called universal income. They get you ready. They ease America into universal income. 
because they know we're not going to just vote for that. Though we kind of did, apparently. Biden's going to do that. But they got to get us ready. They've got us ready for, for locking us down. That's going to help them out when they release the actual bioweaponry, which is coming. And so they make it to where, okay, all the small businesses are closed down. You got to get a job at Amazon or Walmart. Things where their CEO have doubled and tripled their income since COVID. Like Bezos. So you're going to go work for one of these big corporations that are going to take over everything. They're going to monopolize business. We're going to stay at home, wear a mask. You know, people are wearing, you know, two masks now on TV. The world's biggest virtue signal. You're going to stay at home, wear your mask, never leave, never go to work. Your immune system takes a big shit. You're going to end up sick. They're going to say, see, we need more vaccines. Got to have your vaccine to travel. Going to have your social credit score. I read a news story on the news yesterday while I was eating. I saw the TV was playing, you know, news about the inauguration. And then science news popped up and it was like, you know, get it, get ready for your vaccine passport, your COVID passport. We're going to a deep dystopian future. We've now, we've now failed to keep our Republic above water. Now is the time for patriots to stand up and no, not storm capitals. Not make citizens arrests with QAnon and the Boogaloo boys who were the ones that started the problem at the Capitol. I mean, you have on video, speaking of which, on video you see the guy that took the fall. The guy with the horns who looked like Braveheart. The Q shaman. You know, he, uh, he, he he's on video walking into the Senate wing and there's a guy sitting there bleeding from his face where he got hit with a rubber bullet and he's just sitting there and and the guy, the Q shaman just walks in. He's like, yeah, whoa, what's up? You're bleeding. He's one of those guys. You know, and then there's one cop that walks in and goes, hey, you know, do you need medical attention? Are you okay? And then he's like, yeah, you know, let me, uh, I'm going to have to ask you guys to leave this. The Senate wing is a sacred place. And they leave with no problem. But yet, he's in prison. The real problem lies with, with militia groups that have been infiltrated by Antifa. We know that Antifa was there. We know that one of the Antifa leaders um, was organizing this whole thing. We know this because his brother... Blew the whistle. Been doing press, talking about his brother being part of Antifa and becoming violent, becoming radical. And he was there with body cam on with a body camera on his gear. Full militia gear. Infiltrated this group, the Boogaloo Boys, who, after they were in there, were wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. But that's that was all the conservatives. That was their fault. So, folks, this great reset is here. We're living in it now. America's fallen. I mean, Chinese news, Chinese mainstream news is already announcing that America has fallen. America's no more. I tell you what we're going to have. We're going to continue this false narrative 
in other countries about how there's no more America and we will be invaded. All this conspiracy fun put aside, we will be invaded. When you look weak, and what, is Joe Biden going to be president? No, we know what's going to happen. He's either going to step down, uh, get a sickness, die, and then Kamala Harris is going to step up. Which is why the entire inauguration is just like, Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, she made history in more ways than one. Great. You know what Kamala Harris looks like? She looks like that school teacher that, that fails you. And you're like, but can I do anything to like make this up or maybe do it? And she just gives you that side glance with her weird face. And she just goes, I'm sorry. There's just nothing I can do. There's just nothing I can do. That's what she looks like. A fucking history teacher that flunks you. What happens when countries have to deal with Kamala Harris? What happens then? They're not going to take her seriously. Half these countries don't even let women speak. So, they've orchestrated this from the top. Lock them down over a virus that has a 0.03% death rate. You get a higher chance of dying from getting hit by a car. Lock them down. Force them to wear masks. You know, break down the supply chains. There's no food. There's no trade. People are going to come to the country. Biden's going to let them in. The economy's going to fall. The dollar's going to collapse. George Soros is going to walk away a billionaire. And once they take us down, they've won. They've, they've now taken over the globe because that's what we're facing, a global takeover. It isn't a game or a joke. People like Klaus Schwab from the CFR, I mean, they're, they're telling you what they're doing. They've already laid the plan out. You know, Bill Gates announces before Trump's even in presidency that, that he's going to have to deal with the virus. Fauci was saying that Trump's going to deal with the virus virus wasn't even here yet. Boom, it's here. You find out that Fauci's working in one of the labs and funding it. You find out that Bill Gates is the front man of all the vaccine companies. All these people play their parts. Now Biden is the last, he's the last piece of the puzzle. And he's in there. Now patriots, in order to reverse this effect, have to, have to engage, but in civil disability. Not disability. Disobedience. Our own unrest. Which is a term that I'm overly tired of hearing. About civil unrest. But they're going to corner the Trump supporters. I mean, there's media, there's media heads talking about how Trump supporters should be tattooed. Marked. To let people know that they're racist. That's real. They want to mark us, right? They're already coming with the mark of the beast. That's the, the micro bead tattoo that you've heard me talk about. It's going to be a tattoo right on your wrist, the inside of your wrist, really similar to where the Auschwitz tattoos were. That's fun. As I've said, this is all straight out of Hitler's playbook on a grand scale. Hitler was the beta test. So they're going to give us the mark of the beast. I mean, the vaccine has 666 in the fucking name. 
you're going to have to scan that, that barcode on your arm to let people know, oh, you've had your vaccines. But if you don't, if it says you haven't had your COVID vaccine, well, you can't get on the plane. You can't travel on train or you can't, you know, you can't move. You can't do anything. Stay in your home. Be a good little servant. It's outrageous. And we knew this was coming. We knew this was coming. I played clips of the Great Reset almost a year ago now. You know, they've been testing it in Australia, testing it in the UK. Now it's here. A hundred day mask mandate. Everybody needs to mask up. Well, let me tell you, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not going to humor this for much longer. How long are we going to humor the joke of COVID-19? When did, when did we fall under such fear? What happened? Okay, let's just lay this out. Oh, we're going to be locked down for two weeks. Oh, you guys should start wearing masks. But you said they don't work. Ah, well, you need to start wearing them. Or you can't come in and shop. You can't go where you want to go. You can't eat where you want to eat. Like, now we're a year and some change into this. The masks are never coming off, they say. Take your vaccines. Still wear your mask. 2025, they, you know, this is when the masks might come off. But it's doubtful, is what they say. Doubtful. But they don't work. So what's the, what's the play here? And how much cross-contaminating is going on with these masks? And you see people in their, in their car wearing, you know, fucking gloves and two masks. They're by their self. That's the level of, of dumb that we're at. But see, that's, you know, I grew up and I was, you know, everybody's so stupid, man. I, I hate people. That's what everybody says. But see, this is the problem is that there's a lot of people out there that really think, they really believe that if you just wear your mask, stay at home, it'll all go away. This is never going to go away. They're just going to pile people into the country, start creating 200 square foot apartments, just like in China, shove us into those. You don't get to go to work. If you're good, uh, if you're a good boy or a good girl, you get your vaccine. You get your uh, stimulus. You know, if you, if, if you tweet something about, you know, America or pro-guns or Trump, boom, you're removed. You have no speech. Take your vaccine. You might get your stimulus money, which is going to come every week, which will be our universal income. They're coming for all the freedoms. Next, he's coming for the guns, 100%. Biden will come for the guns. And if he's not careful... He will start something very dangerous in this country. And it will be dangerous because there's a lot of militia groups in this country ready to throw down. Now, what we have to worry about is people like Antifa infiltrating these militias. They infiltrate the militia, make you believe they're Trump. The same thing they did at the Capitol. Make you believe they're Trump supporters. Get you to do some stupid shit. And then they turn on us. They've already turned on us. Trump supporters are terrorists now, right? Conservatives are terrorists. Let's get rid of Ted Cruz. Let's get rid of Fox News. So you're just going to get rid of all the opposing beliefs in media, and you're just going to have, what, CNN and the Young Turks left? That's what's happening. So, folks, we got we to gotta start speaking out. I'm not saying that we all have to go and do a million MAGA march every weekend, 
But we got to do something. So that's the show. I'm going to get out of here a little early again. Again, I apologize for the audio skipping. I don't know what the problem is, but if I don't break my laptop before next week, I'll see you guys next week. And um, yeah, enjoy the start of this hellacious dictatorship. And stay strong, stay patriotic. I'm out of here. What's up, guys? Thanks for listening to the podcast. Um, Make sure that you support the show, share the show, Apple, Spotify, everywhere you can get your podcasts. No social media. By all means, feel free to share any of my YouTube material on social media, and hopefully you don't get flagged. Um, Check us out next week. I'm not sure what day we'll be doing a podcast. It's not as consistent as it was. Hopefully we'll still be on the air and not removed. Um, I appreciate you guys and uh, be safe.